I'm Gary Bard, founder and editor-in-chief of today's Caregiver Magazine and Caregiver.com, and your host for our weekly caregiving podcast series. In this podcast, we will introduce you to many of the leading caregiving thought leaders, authors, experts, and even caregivers with famous faces who have graced the covers of our magazine. It's my pleasure to be joined today by celebrity fitness trainer, star of NBC's Biggest Loser, and best-selling author, Bob Harper, who had a near-fatal heart attack at the gym almost a year ago. He is marking one year on the road to recovery by launching a program for other heart attack survivors called Survivors Have Heart. This is in addition to recently releasing a popular new diet book you may have seen called The Super Carb Diet, which also gives a nod to his heart health. Bob, of all people stereotypically to have a heart attack, uh, you would be one of the last. What did this tell you about who's susceptible to having heart attacks? Well, the one thing that I learned is that we are all susceptible to having a heart attack, and, uh, and that's why it's so important to know your health. I tell people this all the time, like especially the ones, it, me included, that was so shocked when I woke up in a hospital two days later and was told that I had a heart attack in a gym. Uh, it, it just really opened my eyes to the fact that we all need to know what's going on inside our bodies. It's not about just how you look on the outside, and I am, it's like I'm the poster boy for that. And, you know, you didn't just have a heart attack. You had what they call a widowmaker. When I was in the gym... I not only when I had my heart attack and then I immediately went into cardiac arrest. So it's like I flatlined there. And if I, if I would not have been where I was around the people that I was with, I would not be talking to you right now. And I find because so many people have said to me like, Oh, you know, it was because you were so healthy that you, um, that, that it didn't kill you. I'm like, no, that's not the case at all this like i was super healthy i needed the assistance of um uh, people that knew cpr that knew how to work an aed that uh, were fast on their feet because it didn't matter how healthy you were if you have a heart attack the way the, the kind of heart attack that i had there's no there's no coming back from that unless you have um, people around you one of the things about the book that really intrigued me is that um I have started and stopped, I think, more diet programs than there are diet programs. And some, right. of them, <laughs> some of them just need you to be so strict to it that, you know, within, oh, maybe days, <laughs> you know, I feel like uh-huh. I just can't follow their, their vision um, that strictly, and so I know I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to succeed. Now, one of the things you said uh, that I really appreciate about the um, super carb diet is I want to feel like I could eat a sandwich and it not be a cardinal sin. How do you bring That's humanity right. to diet programs? Yeah, well, I think that with all the diet programs that are out there, uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of confusion for people. It, it, they're they're saying, wait, can I have carbs? Can I not have carbs? What uh, is fat good? Fat bad? You know, it's like. There's so many things out there, and what I wanted to do with my book is press the reset button. I wanted to tell people that we've got to go back to balance again and realizing that carbohydrates, especially good carbs, are actually good for you, a fuel source for you. And when you start to put balance back onto your plate, you're going to start to feel better and get the results that you're looking for. 
Bob, what are the main pillars of your plan? Since my heart attack and working with AstraZeneca, I uh, I put together these six survivor basics. And, I mean, it is definitely something that um, people like me can uh, – can incorporate in their life because of their uh, because of what has happened to me, but it's also for um, just the average person that's just or just yeah the average person that's just trying to get healthy again. I mean it's it's about cleaning up your um, your eating habits, just like we were discussing. It's about um, asking for help and listening to your body. I have all these um, tips on SurvivorsHaveHeart.com, and uh, you know I really do believe that it's a it's a strong philosophy. It's a it's it's the pillars of what I've been talking about in my in my whole career for for many years. And you mentioned that you uh, partnered with AstraZeneca on Survivors Have Heart. Tell me more about that program. I'm just so proud of what I've been able to develop with AstraZeneca uh, with Survivors Have Heart because the event that we put together. Just, it was in New York uh, a couple of months ago, and it was so special because we brought other heart attack survivors and their caregivers into the same room, and we were in this like beautiful loft in uh, in New York, and it was just it was a really beautiful beautiful day. But what I really learned was how important how important your caregivers are to you during um during a really really bad time and you get to i really got to hear both sides of it because i i was so used to everyone wanting to hear my side of it but when i really got to hear you know how my my um my team of friends and doctors really helped me and got to hear other heart attack survivors caregivers telling the same story i mean it was just it was so powerful and it's like something that i will be uh i will think about for a long time to come. Sounds important for people to, to know about that there's that kind of support and advice and and a path for them to take. Yeah, and I think real you know when when you suffer a heart attack, you you really do need to ask for help and that was a um, that's like my number one of uh, the sick survivor basic. It's about asking for help because for me Asking for help is uh, is a challenge. You know, it's like I I'm uh, I'm a man that's been in control of my life for a long time in my career, and I feel like I could do anything. And uh, I got to a point in my life where I needed the assistance of people around me, and uh, it was humbling, but it was also uh, it was very kind of liberating eventually. One of the things that is a, a real killer for family caregivers is stress. The Stanford University mm-hmm. came out with a study about 10 years ago that said that uh, people with loved ones living with cognitive disorders are 40% more likely to die before their loved ones do simply due to the effects of stress. And, that, and that's something we're always trying to tell caregivers through our conferences and the website and the magazine is how to mitigate stress. What's your best advice? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I talk about, uh, and again, going back to my SurvivorsHaveHeart.com website, uh, number five is breathe, because I believe that stress is such, it's so damaging for the body and the mind, and you've got to find something that you can do in your life to alleviate that stress. And if it means turning off your phone, uh, 
at a certain time during the day that you can just, like, have to yourself. If it means going to a yoga class or walking your dogs, uh, if it means uh, trying meditation, which I um, am a big believer in, I think that you've got to find something that you can do to, uh, to counterbalance the stress that happens in our lives. And, uh, and not be so overwhelmed by it. I think that you've got to – it's so important. And one of the things you do that uh, I'm a big believer in is transcendental meditation. Yeah. Can you uh, ex- explain that to us? Yeah, I've been doing TM for um, several years now, and um, it's, been, it's been really helpful for me, uh, you know, you're, twice a day for 25 minutes – uh, I try to do two times a day. That becomes a little difficult at times, uh, but I try to definitely get that one time in a day. But when I do it two times, I really do feel so much better, and uh, and I try to get people to uh, to realize that you know TM really works for me. If if you find something that works for you like this, then I'm all for it. Let's talk about what a typical day looks like on the super carb diet what i want people to do is like be able to have like three square meals a day and every single time you eat you look at your plate and you go where's my protein where's my fat where are my carbs and you have all all three of your macronutrients every single time you eat it it could be it could be whatever you wanted as far as like breakfast could be your egg i like to do an egg white sandwich with um like, it could be a little bit of avocado for the fat. It could be, like, uh, you know, a little bit of a side of peanut butter, um, you know, something something simple like that. You know, it doesn't need to be you – know, you don't have to be a chef in your kitchen to, to be able to eat the way that I want you to eat. It sounds accessible, and it sounds simple. I mean, especially if you're dealing with carbs, they're, they're more readily accessible than some of the things you have to eat on other diets. Correct. And, uh, you know, it's like making sure that you have, you know, you go to the grocery store, you meal plan, you meal prep if you have the time to do that. Um, so you have easy access to the foods that you want because I know somebody who I've worked with and me included, uh, you know, if you, if you don't have the, that food readily available, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to stop it someplace and get something that's not necessarily going to be as healthy for you. You're going to, you know, order in. I mean, it's like you, you've got to make sure that you protect yourself. It's not the super pizza diet. That's right. <laughs> Bob, what would be the one most important piece of advice you'd like to share with family caregivers? I guess the one piece of advice is to, uh, you know, to continue what they're they're doing um, when helping their friends or loved ones because the the caregiver is so important to the recovery of a heart attack victim. I mean, it 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 can be a, a it could be a selfless uh, position at times. Uh, you know, a, a heart attack survivor is going through so many things emotionally, and and that caregiver is there to try to just keep keep the, uh, the the ship on course and it can be it can be super difficult but uh it's it's so important and i mean i just don't have enough nice things to say to the caregivers that have helped me and the caregivers that i've spoken with that have helped their own um survivors <laughs> 